Don't ask me to talk. Connection through conversation. Join self-described conversationalist Stacy Heller as she talks with guests about topics and ideas from the ridiculous to the sublime on Don't Ask Me to Talk. Now, here's your host, Stacy Heller. That's right. It's me, Stacy Heller. I am here today with Jenny Butts. The two of us are rocking out to my music. Yes. It's good show music. Well, yeah. Yeah. It could I, go on a little longer, actually. I, <laughs> I know. I know. I asked, um, see, there it is. Thank you. <laughs> there it is. I mean, ask and you receive with Eric. Yes. Dave Nelson created that for me, and my instructions that I gave him is that I wanted a combination of Kermit the Frog when he's doing his reporter, like, hi-ho, this is Kermit the Frog here, <laughs> and Spinderella from salt and pepper Very specific. Very specific. <laughs> and Nailed it. Nailed it. And I also love the fact that, that me saying don't ask me to talk is from a completely unrelated recording, and the fact that I, I literally do say that. In conversation. Yeah, I mean, of course you do. Don't ask me to talk. <laughs> so, um, so welcome to you. Thanks. I am. Um, I want to follow up on last week's show. I was telling Jenny before the show that I don't often get feedback, but when I do get feedback, it's very exciting because it means that I have maybe 11 listeners, mm-hmm. not just 10, as I suspect. And uh, last week, I actually heard from Will, my son, and he said, did I take a picture of it? I did. Okay, so I got this text. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to share it. I was able to listen to your radio show while I was working out today. I thought it was interesting, and I realized why I feel slash felt pretty uninterested with classes last quarter. I had actually no routine, so it felt like I was moving in a continuum. Like even being back for two days, he's back at school in a house in Santa Clara, um, I've had to get up and actively leave my room to get coffee and stuff. So I've been functioning more earlier than when I had to actually leave my room before, defining parts of my day in a sense. So thank you to Debbie Rosemont and this whole idea of creating healthy habits and routine. Apparently, at least one Heller took something away from that lesson. (laughs) Well, and don't you think all over the country probably, but at least in King County, the the sentence, thank you, Debbie Rosemont, is reverberating over and over again. Oh, yes. She's so helpful. She is very helpful. And so, um, so thank you to her. And thank you to Will for actually listening. I mean, it's huge. Those kids. I mean, right? <laughs> yeah, we were also talking about them earlier. <laughs> By the way, if anybody wants to call in, like one of my kids, uh, the number is 425-373-5527. I would love to hear from you. Um, in the meantime, I want to make sure that I give a shout out to Lee. So, Jenny, to catch you up, mm-hmm. there's Mom. And then there's Lee and Diane. And For they groupies? are, yes, well, kind of. <laughs> I don't know who's who's groupies. Okay. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to think about that. I'm like Diana Ross and the Supreme. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're all Supreme. Yeah. So anyway, um, tomorrow is Lee's birthday. And so happy birthday to Lee. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be celebrating because, um, well, obviously, but Lee's son is buying them all dinner and having it delivered. Nice. So they're very excited about COVID that. birthdays. But, you know, pretty soon we all will have had a COVID birthday. We're coming up on a year. Well, and this is it. So yeah. mom's birthday is in a couple of weeks. Now, 
of course I heard from mom's better daughter, Buffy. (laughs) You know, the one that she adopted later in life, (laughs) like five years ago, Mm -hmm. and is already superseding me in Mm -hmm. terms of, right. So she texted and was like, you know, your mom's birthday is coming up, TikTok. What do you need me to do? And that's a great question, Buffy. What do you do when you're across country? You would have to storm the door or the, the, what do you call it, the gate to get through to to do anything. Um, I, I don't know. So I'm asking all 10 of you that are listening, except for mom, to give me some ideas. You have to DM me. You have to call me. You have to, if you know me, send me a text. Mm-hmm. You know Joan. Don't tell me Scotch and don't tell me Rothy's. I know that. <laughs> Think outside the box, Think people. Think outside the box for mom. So yeah. I'm just saying. Well, you're getting daughter points because it's not tomorrow. And you're asking everybody on a hugely followed radio show. Hugely. Huge. Huge. <laughs> yeah. And so she's already, that's probably the best gift she'll get. Right there. I mean, you're welcome, Joan. Right? <laughs> you're welcome, Mom. So, you know, anyway. Um, but yeah, we're both going to be having a redo. We were supposed to go to Nashville last year for her 80th. And so the good news is she's turning 80 again because I consider all birthdays that have occurred yeah. during COVID, it's like in March, I'll be celebrating the anniversary of my 50th. Yes. So I'll still be 50. 100%. Yeah. I like it. This is how I got through math. <laughs> And also and, and how you've burgeoned in your accounting career. Right. As in, I've hired Christine Mason and I have somebody else that helps me with my books yes. because, yeah. Anyway, enough said there. Yeah. Um, okay. So now my other big thing of the week is I went to Veranda Beach this week. So we have this lake house at Veranda Beach. I went with Grace and her two friends, Haley and Callie. I learned so much. Yes. I went from Wednesday to Sunday, and they are 2021. 20, Here's the things I learned. One, the music they listen to doesn't stink. Okay. I mean, big fan of Harry Styles already. He's adorable. Um, but generally, their music, I mean, it takes me back to the music that I listened to in, like, the 80s. Mm. And, you know, I was like, oh, I've heard this before, just yeah. like a different decade. Good music, not, not good clothing for the 80s. Well, Yes. And one could argue that at some point someone will look back at Harry Styles and say, what was he doing with those super high-waisted pants and the Argyle sweater and the pearls? Entirely possible. Or maybe not in the future. Maybe not. For some people. I mean, I do love that he embraces both the masculine and feminine. Like, I just think that's amazing. So so there's that. I learned that their music doesn't stink. Um, I learned that they revisit old shows and books as a form of comfort. So they Mm. will watch the same movie or television show or series or read the same book over and over again. And I don't know if this is true of all kids or whatever, but this group and my kids in general, I don't know if it's I'm holding off on adulthood and like adulting is looming. So I'm going to go back and revisit my childhood or if it's I think it's maybe stress and it's a way Mm. to... Like, okay, I know what to expect. There are no surprises here. There is no coup. There is no pandemic. Like, I know that in the end, Rory is going to find out that she's pregnant. Is this Gilmore Girls? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
So maybe it also is revealing what they choose to watch. Like if they're watching the Titanic go down over and over again, that probably reveals something different. Oh, then that is even deeper than I was yeah, thinking. Maybe oh. next week you can visit revisit that. Okay. Well, funny you say that. So I do think that their taste in TV shows is kind of crud. <laughs> because they were huge fans and they made Haley, who had not seen it, watch High School Musical, The Musical, The Series. Oh. Just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Oh. Right. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry that happened to you, Haley. <laughs> <laughs> no, she loved it. Oh, like yay. By like two or three episodes in, she was like, I'm totally hooked. And oh. I was like, this is what torturers do to their, like, you're suddenly. Right? Yeah. Like, I mean, this is like being waterboarded. So oh. that was painful. Okay. I also learned that they love the drama that comes with any good Disney series. So the mm. stars of High School Musical, the musical, the series, <laughs> again, it just trips off the tongue, <laughs> are Olivia and Joshua. I don't know their last names. I really don't care. Irrelevant. Right. I mean, just really insert name here, right? Yeah, we're old. So Disney triple threat, I might add, Olivia and Joshua. So Olivia recently put out some music that is clearly calling out a la Taylor Swift, Joshua, for the fact that he's now moved on to someone else. He's an older guy, and she's jailbait, and so he promised he would wait until she was 18, and he didn't, and he moved on, and she's not happy. And now she sees him in every white car that goes by. That's a So lyric. this is the series, not the actual life no, of the actors. No, this is... This is real. This is, this is real. This is real. Some would argue. <laughs> so they love the drama. Mm. I've learned that. Um, I also learned that they get such tidbits as this um, from TikTok. Mm. Now. Reliable source. So I'm glad that you said that because TikTok is, you know, it's like, I think of it as like the dances and these, you know, 15 second mm. videos and like whatever mm. and lip syncing and goofy, whatever. So apparently there's different TikToks that you can get on. Mm. Like, you know, you can be on, I, I don't even know. I'm not going to, yeah, whatever TikTok you're on. And whatever one Grace and her friends are on, it keeps them quite informed. Like they're legit up on, yes, gossip, um, but they're also up on politics, the environment, social issues. You know, Grace said, who bought the Tresemme that's in the bathroom? And I was like, I don't know. They may, it may have been left or maybe dad or something. And she said, well, you know that there's something in that shampoo that they're being sued because when it's exposed to the air or something happens, you guys are going to all have to look this up. Like it's like formaldehyde and it's bad for your hair. And so they're being sued. Wow. From TikTok. From, I mean, and, you know, like, they can actually name, like, different people in mm. politics. And I will admit, I'm like, you know, that guy, the one that, yeah. like, sits there and this guy that's in charge of that. And they completely know. They, like, social justice, um, inclusivity, like. So maybe that's the difference in this generation is if you can get it across in 15 seconds, it will stick like Velcro in your brain. And, and they're compelled to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just, it was a fascinating thing. We got into a whole big conversation about, um, you know, who you vote for and, you know, why would you vote for this person versus somebody else? And, you know, and I brought up the whole idea that um, 
having a choice is a privilege in and of itself. Mm -hmm. That sometimes your beliefs maybe have to be err on the side of making a paycheck and taking care of your family or your business. Mm. And you don't have the luxury of thinking about other things. Yeah. So that went over like a lead balloon. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, So, you know, they have very strong opinions. (laughs) So so I learned that. So anyway, um, and mostly what I learned is they're going to scare or scare. They're going to save Freudian slip the world someday, (laughs) which is terrifying, Mm. but also um, amazing. Yeah. Because they are very aware and as much as I kept teasing Haley in particular you know she would do something and I'd say she's gonna save the world someday Mm. um but they are but I didn't and I'm way past 21 I'm I don't shop in forever 21 because I've passed forever double 21 and so (laughs) I didn't save the world when I was 21 31 41 or 51 (laughs) yeah but these days the bar for saving the world is not destroying it that's true So, I mean, and by the way, some would argue that in your small bubble that, you know, you have that you've affected change and it's been good. And so therefore Mm. you have you've saved something or someone or you've contributed. I I feel like I should burst into song, but I can't choose one fast. enough. The hills are alive with the sound of music. (laughs) That wasn't my choice. (laughs) I don't I just have this like the burst of like she's on that hill and the helicopter like downdraft is knocking her over. I'm thinking of like the the children are the future. Love them well and let them lead the way. I mean, <laughs> show them all the beauty they possess inside. Exactly. <laughs> um, so the other thing that I learned this week is I learned to be open to new narratives. Mm. So that was like a big thing. I mean, really, that is like a lie down on a couch and spend like 55 minutes. Your time is up kind of conversation. But The best way that I can think to explain this is I have always joked that I am so full of ish that my eyes are brown. Mm. Like, I always joke. Mm -hmm. And it was suggested to me that perhaps I shouldn't, I should change that narrative. That I shouldn't downplay what my skills and my talents are. And that if I'm going to think of it in a witty or clever way, at least call it compost. Because out of compost things grow. Mm. And that really, I'm not full of ish. I'm full of ideas and I pull them from random places and whatever. And that I need to work on changing that narrative. Yes, yes. I thought you were going to say a different narrative because you were offending people who had brown eyes. I don't care about that. (laughs) (laughs) But as someone with hazel eyes, (laughs) I like the compost idea because there's a lot of growing and green and brown. Mm -hmm. Well, and I I lovingly tell Pete that he has pond scum eyes. So, I mean, you're welcome. (laughs) So romantic. So romantic. Going on 29 years in June. Did I mention? (laughs) Exactly. Um, So that's kind of my stasiism for the week. I always share a stasiism, Mm -hmm. something that I learn and then repackage it and Mm -hmm. sell it as my own. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So... It's, you know, changing the narrative and realizing that it's in even in your joking and the things that you say mm-hmm. that there is a narrative that you you listen to and you buy into it. Yeah. And so even in something as small as that, I need to change the narrative. Yeah, because we can't act in contradiction to our internal narrative. So we need to change the narrative so our behavior can change. Um, I right. can't really drop these mics, <laughs> but I would. <laughs> if they were droppable. 
you know it. Just, it. Uh, like, boom. Be done. Yeah, so that was really huge. And then my last exciting thing of the week is that I have two clients that started their own radio shows right here on KKNW, mm. Alternative Talk Radio. And um, it's super exciting. It is um, J.D. Winnikin. He, his show, This Show Is All About You, which mm. I love. It's This Show Is All About You, and he's pointing at himself. <laughs> because it's like there's a universal like mm. you. Mm. I mean, we always make everything about ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. And so... Um, so that's the thing that is universal, that it's about ourselves. And so in sharing his views and thoughts on things, mm. likely he is sharing the same sentiments as other people out there. And I love that he's talking about a whole bunch of different things and that he's a male voice talking about feelings. Yeah. Well, he's a doctor, Dr. J.D. Winnigan. Okay. Right. He's a PhD in history. Uh, it's pretty smart. I mean, so yes. he has a lot to say, and they're smart things. But there are a lot of smart people that don't talk about their feelings. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying he'll be smart in the way he talks yes. about his feelings. Yes. Yes. So anyway, so listen to that show on Mondays at three o'clock Pacific time. Okay. And the other one is Greg Kuiper's show, and Greg's show is at the root, and he is talking about uh, this whole idea of creating connection through awareness. And once again, it is a man talking about feelings and it's a trend. And I am proud that I am ushering forth this new day in men discussing stuff. That's right. Right here on KKNW. Yes, that feels significant. (laughs) I feel like I'm witnessing history being made right now. Thank you. (laughs) Me and Oprah. (laughs) That's right. Anyway, on that note, we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to... We're going to get to know Jenny Butts and find out about her story. We'll be right back. Stacy Heller is many things. Entertaining, yet enlightening. She's a talk show host channeling her inner Fallon. Like Winston Wolf, she's a fixer who gets things done with style. Practical, like Dr. Ruth. Stacy isn't afraid of the uncomfortable when searching for answers. She's your biggest fan and sees your potential before you do. Most of all, Stacy Heller is a synapse who can connect impulses and ideas about your business and yourself into possibility. To connect with Stacy, go to StacyConnects.com. Stacy Connects, it's her superpower. Working hard to put a smile on your face. Alternative Talk 1150. Okay. Welcome back to Don't Ask Me to Talk. I'm Stacey Heller. I am joined by Jenny Butts. And before we get started, I have to give a shout out to Eric. So I sent him new copy for my ad read. And he made it sound like I'm a superhero. I love the music that you put with it. Mm -hmm. Oh, good, good. Oh, my gosh. Are you you kidding? You know, it talks about your superpower in the spot. So I figured, you know, going to make it super sounding. I love it. I wonder (laughs) if I take off my glasses if anyone will recognize me. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, because I literally wear them. Like, I put them on in the morning when I wake up, and I take them off at night. Yeah. So I don't even recognize me without them. part of your face. You know, what can I say? 2020 vision may not be your superpower. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. I mean... 
is it anyone's? Right. <laughs> in in hindsight. Right. <laughs> anyway, so I am joined today by Jenny Butts, who I have known for quite a long time. I a was number of years. That's an, how we say as we get older. A number of years. Yes. Um, so I know you from B&I, but I know you from life. Mm-hmm. I was, um, I think about the fashion show that introduced Gosh, me yeah. to you yeah. and introduced us as a family to Bruce. Yeah. And ultimately, I would work with Bruce and, and Grace yeah. worked with Bruce. And so thank you for that. Yes. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> she says more confidently. Um and then at BNI, you were a member of the same BNI chapter that I am a member of, mm-hmm. Plateau Partners, woot woot, and a president. As were you. We we're in a very elite club. A the past club. president, short hair lady of Plateau Partners. Oh, that's true. If you get really specific, mm-hmm. then yes, that's Practically true. Practically twins. We're, <laughs> we finish each other's sandwiches. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, um, and then you got promoted and you became like the boss lady of BNI and now you're really like a big deal. Now such a big deal. Such a big deal. <laughs> now you are the director of sales for the US Core, which Core stands for Company Owned Regions. Okay. So tell me the difference between core regions and non core regions. I will. It's something that I've learned a lot about recently. <laughs> uh, as is true with many growing organizations, when BNI started it back in the mid eighties Over time, they took advantage of the opportunity to franchise. And so into the late 80s and early 90s and since, as areas would become available, you could buy an area to start B&I chapters so that people could network in that area. And then you were part of this whole franchise family. And that went on for, well, we were 36 years old this week. So that went on for quite some time. And then... Uh, as it turned out, when a lot of these franchise owners were ready to retire, they were ready to do something different, um, they didn't want to run the business like this anymore, the company, B&I, has the option to buy them back. And so then I am a W-2 employee as opposed to a franchisee. And so we have two different ways that the regions are operated. Got it. Okay. That explains so much. Yeah. And now I can bring that information back to our chapter. Exactly. Which, for anybody, um, let me do a quick backup. For anybody that doesn't know what BNI is. Yeah. Um, so as I mentioned, I am a member of BNI, um, Plateau Partners, a Sammamish chapter. And the big picture of it is that it's a networking referral organization. Um, it has over like 270,000 members in something like almost 10,000 chapters. And it is in 70 countries throughout the world. So good. You know your stuff, Stacey. Good job. Right? I mean, I'm just saying. So um, it's a huge organization that is all about um, referral networking and that kind of thing. Um, It's it's an amazing thing that I was introduced to because of Bruce. Yeah. And, you know, so now that you know a little bit about BNI globally, I'm going to give a plug. If you want to listen and hear about my chapter specifically, we actually have our own podcast and you can listen to the Plateau Partners Pulse podcast and it features a lot of our members and their businesses and it talks about them, what they do and what BNI means to them. I'm the host. So if you just love me and you can't get enough, yeah, take a listen on your yeah. preferred uh, platform. But anyway, um, so I love that we created this podcast during the pandemic it's a time when most businesses were shutting down, they were downsizing, yeah. they were thinking small, but we decided to think big, which really 
comes into play with a whole idea that you talk about in terms of building and when the yeah. right time is. Yeah. I have seen in business and in life and in agriculture and all kinds of ways that there seems to be this principle in life that if you establish good and healthy things like habits and nutrition when things are going well, healthy organisms grow, for one, and also those are exactly the kinds of things that you'll fall back on when times get crazy. Uh, I wrote a, a book of several years ago called Building in Times of Peace, and the idea that we can build good habits now so we can weather a storm later has played out over and over and over. And we've seen it in businesses all over the place with BNI right now. We see that the, the businesses who have built their own network of people who will advocate for them, people who will sell on their behalf even without being paid, they're the big fans, they're the clients, they're the, the people who want everybody else to solve their problems by using this product or service, mm -hmm. having those when the economy was great and having those when business was thriving has served those businesses so well now when nobody knows how to, you can't go to a chamber of commerce and shake hands, you can't shake hands with anybody. Right. And so you have to do it differently. But if you already have a network like you're talking about with the BNI chapter or any other kind of network, then you're able to weather that storm. And those businesses, we're finding statistically the businesses who are in B&I chapters have made every bit as much revenue this year in, in the 2020 cycle as they did the year before the pandemic. Yeah, I wanted to ask our, um, our secretary treasurer, actually, because when um, he shared our number, each week we share our numbers and how we're doing and the amount of business that has been generated in our chapter. I want to say that it is rivaling what we did last year. Yeah. And, you know, there wasn't a pandemic. And this yeah. year there was a pandemic. And yet our numbers are absolutely rivaling because we had people that were supporting. Yep. And I love your your idea, your theory about building in times of peace. It, it makes me think of like, you know, in the winter when a tree is dormant. Exactly. Right? And, you know, things are happening. You don't mm -hmm. you don't see it necessarily, but things are happening. And, you know, you're you're really checking your foundation. You're making sure that things are strong. You're putting things into place and you're waiting for creating a plan of attack. Yeah. Yeah. And resting. Yes. And I think that having the natural rhythms of business and of life will serve you well when something nobody saw this coming. Right. And yet there are some who just went okay, well, we're doing something different now. And when you have a group of people around you, you say, yeah, let's all do that together and let's all give you feedback. And all of our meetings in a seven-day period, all of our meetings around the world went to Zoom. Mm -hmm. We had Zoom accounts for every one of our chapters, so nobody missed a meeting. And they just said, and now this is how we do business. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. Oh, it, it was totally amazing. And one of the things that um, that I appreciate about our group and about BNI in general I use the analogy of all of those businesses out there. When you're looking for a bookkeeper mm -hmm. and it's basically like opening your door to a snowstorm. And people always talk about how, you know, oh, every snowflake is unique. Yes. But when you have a snowstorm yeah. that is blowing all pick of one. these unique snowflakes, right. how do you like... How do you pick which one right. is going to land on your mitten or your tongue or right. you know whatever, and you choose to work with that one? And that is something that um, is really powerful. It's mm -hmm. this whole, like, it's very intentional, the things that, that B&I helps you do. Because, A, as a business owner, how do you stand out? And then, 
B, as a consumer, how do you pick? Yeah. And B&I helps with that. Yeah, because we have way too many choices. And if we if we have all choices that are different, but we don't know which is better or better for us in that moment, then we're paralyzed. And consumers can't often make a decision because there are so many choices and you're all equal in your unknownness. And so if you can build trust in a relationship, I love the idea of transferring trust, that if you tell me I should use this other person because I trust you, you transfer that credibility to the other person, and then already you stand out even though I've never met you. Mm -hmm. Oh, I mean, and and it's a real thing. Um, When I started Stacy Connects a couple years ago and I transitioned from being a, a sub for Bruce on the one hand, I felt like I was putting the cart before the horse mm. because my business was, I mean, I didn't know what I was doing. I still, when you ask me what I do. Uh, so many things. So many things. Like, what do you need? And so it was, it felt like it was too early. And yet over the course of my subbing for Bruce and getting to know this group, I had all of these accountability partners mm-hmm. that as a new business owner, I could, you know, oh, I need to figure out how to do um, a contract, look no further than Justin. Oh, I need a bookkeeper to help me with QuickBooks and setting that up, look no further than Christine. Right. You know, oh, I'm, you know, needing to figure out marketing or website, I could look to Pia. So all of these different resources that were right there and were yeah. accountability partners, that is huge. Yeah, that's, we have very similar stories because I came into a BNI environment as an employee and then after three years of meeting all of the people who could help me start my business, I was able to tell my employer, I have times to pers- I have time and energy to pursue your dreams or mine. I have to choose mine. And any entrepreneur in the world would understand mm-hmm. wanting to do that. So, of course, she did understand it. And it was because I had a videographer and a web designer and a business coach. And I had all these people who were so encouraging and were great, great resources that they said, yeah, your side hustle could be a business. Yeah, you could do this. You're good enough to do this. And I never would have thought that. It was so different from what I was doing before, but very satisfying. Well, and you're fond of saying that something along the lines of like um, one person isn't as smart as like the group of people. Or Yeah, none of us is as smart as all of yes, us. Yes, that's what it is. Yeah, I, I probably didn't make that up. But let's say I did. I heard a friend recently say, <laughs> you know, the first time you tell me something, I'll say, you know, Stacy told me. And then you say the idea. The next time you'll say, a friend of mine once said... And then third time you say, as I've always said, <laughs> this is my Stacyism right. philosophy. Right. Totally. I yeah. will totally give you credit like the immediately after. And then after that, it's mine. All bets are off. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I neatly repackage it. I white label it. Yeah. <laughs> and it becomes mine. Yeah. So and and that's been something that's really, really powerful about BNI is, yeah. you know, having all of those resources. And, um, you know, yes, it's about ultimately growing your client base, but it's also about learning about yourself as a business owner and, you know, the best ways to move forward and get ideas and and really broker all of those relationships so that they work for you. And be a better speaker and be a better leader and be a better networker. And and, I can't tell you how many networking events I've been to where people just don't know how to do it very well because they just want to shove business cards in your hand. They just want to talk about themselves all the time. And okay, what's wrong with that part? <laughs> well, well, it's hard if everybody wants to do it, right? Okay. You say, you go to a networking event, how many of you want to sell something? Every single person raised their hand. Right. How many of you came to this networking event hoping to buy something? Well, zero. And so you're already at cross purposes with almost everybody in the room. So if you can learn how to do that part well, 
it builds trust and credibility for your business before you even have a client because you are different and you're having either meaningful conversations or you're having conversations about the other person. Who is a really great client for you? How can I help you? And that person goes, wow, nobody's ever asked me that mm-hmm. before. Or why are you passionate about your field of work? Um, those kinds of conversations lead to relationships and we build our businesses by building relationships. Well, and one of the, in the podcast that I do for our chapter, one of the questions that I, I talk about is that the three words that B&I is associated with is like, know, and trust. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, when I ask what are three words that are associated with you? But what I love about the whole like, know, and trust piece is that with starting my business and joining B&I when I did, Again, it could have been putting the cart before the horse, but it wasn't because people already liked me, I think. <laughs> they let me in. How could you not? They knew me. Yeah. And they knew what I was capable of. They knew how I represented Bruce. They knew how I showed up. Yeah. And it created trust. So having that relationship, so to the point that you made earlier about when somebody comes to me and says, I'm looking for somebody to do this. I've become that that go-to gal that my friends say, I'm looking for this person. And I'm like, oh, yep, here's a lawyer. Oh, right. yep, here's a tree person. Um, you know, Blue Ribbon's awesome. Here, this is like a great resource. Yeah. And if you don't know the person, you know somebody who knows that person. Oh, 100%. Because not only is there our chapter, but I can go into our B&I Connect and I can go into Massachusetts yeah. and I can find somebody that okay, you know, I know they're part of BNI and there are some standards of right. excellence, which is another thing that I love. So when I was president, because I do things slightly inappropriately, um, we would, um, when we had a new member or somebody was renewing their membership, I would have a renewal of vows. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> I mean, I am a... Um, Universal Life Minister, mm-hmm. as are you, I think. No. Oh, you're not? Mm-mm. Oh, Jenny. I know. I may a have chink missed the, in the armor. on that one. Come on. You'd be great. Are you kidding? Anyway, I digress. <laughs> Stacy connects. I know somebody. Um, but I love the idea that you are renewing your core values. Yes. And I love the fact that I'm part of something that has core values. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're not just core values for any given in- institution, they are the seven core values that BNI is founded on are good core values for life. You know, positive attitude is a great core value for a group that sometimes has to have uncomfortable accountability conversations. But it's also a really good business spouse, parent, friend quality to have to say, I know this is really hard, but I'll find the silver lining and I will choose to speak to you re- respectfully and kindly. Well, I think about the conversation that we had with the gentleman before the show. And he walked into the room where we were and, you know, you do the perfunctory, you know, hi, how are you? And his response was amazing, which then actually led to further conversation and connection because nobody ever answers amazing. Right. And so when you display a positive attitude, you attract. Yes. Yes. And encourage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And build each other up. And I think we need that so much right now. Mm -hmm. What are the other core values? I mean, not that I don't know. It's just <laughs> oh, that I know, I know you that do. you do. Because it's like a president secret handshake right. that we know the seven core values. Exactly. Um, giver's gain is the foundational philosophy of BNI, which means if I help enough people get what they want, then I will eventually get what I want. Um, lifelong learning 
as a former teacher, that might be my favorite. Well, and this year, that was really put to the test with yeah. having people, I'm going to use the word, pivot to, you know, Zoom yeah. and, you know, those kinds of things and having to learn new technologies and new ways of doing things. Yes. And some did it well. And some, for some, it was a little clunky. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So Giver's Gain, lifelong learning, building relationships, because we really believe that you are going to build your business by building those relationships and not just having a client and a transaction one and done. Um, Accountability, which is huge for solopreneurs, but it's really a misunderstood and underutilized value and element of any organization and a person because you have to have you have to do what you say you're going to do and you need some help with that. Mm -hmm. Recognition, because I like to call that one the party value. I love that we get to reward people, and whatever you reward and recognize gets done more and more. Right. What what you tax gets done less. So we don't tax anything. (laughs) Um, uh, Traditions plus innovation. Tradition plus innovation, I think, might be my favorite because I tend to lean toward tradition. Tradition tells us where we come from. It's our identity. We have a history, and we have a founder, and there were reasons why we do all the things we do. But to stop there means we die. And so innovation this year has been clutch to have innovation in our corner because we had to pivot with Zoom mm-hmm. and do all of our. We had to redo. We redid our branding. We have all kinds of new things online for our um, for our members, which means all over the world. They have been able to take advantage of things. I could visit a chapter in Paris if I want to because mm-hmm. they're all online. And so we can get all kinds of great ideas. And then we move forward because we have innovation um so what have so um positive positive attitude givers gain building relationship lifelong learning tradition plus innovation accountability recognition and you get a gold star lady thank you oh Oh, my boss is listening (laughs) (laughs) we'll make sure that you send this to them so that you know like hey by the way um yeah i just i think it's an amazing it's turned out to be an amazing organization, and it's funny because when I talk to people about it, there's two ways that I talk about it. One, I sound like I'm talking about this one time at Bandcamp, <laughs> where you know, like I know this person from BNI, yeah, and so it's it's become a a common refrain. And then the other thing I find is that for for the uninitiated, people that don't know what it is, I have to explain that, no, it is not a pyramid scheme. Or a cult. Or a cult. Yeah, for sure. Or anything like that. And, you know, it it takes some understanding and some getting used to, but really it's become a de facto family. It does become that, yeah. As, and especially if you work at home alone right now, that's huge. Even if you are only seeing those people for 90 minutes a week on Zoom, you still have a connection and you can reach out to people and so many times I was just telling you earlier today I don't even reach a thousand steps on my Fitbit sometimes because I just go from the kitchen to my office and I don't talk to another person until I get on a zoom call and they'll say how are you doing and I'm saying well these are the first words I'm speaking audibly (laughs) today (laughs) how are you doing right exactly you almost have to do like I have to do my vocal (laughs) warm-ups red leather yellow leather red leather yellow leather (laughs) Right. <laughs> That's right. normally my pre-show tradition. I didn't do it today, so oh. I got it in. Um, so for businesses out there, um, I know that we're always looking for visitors because we love sharing what B&I has. And mm-hmm. we we love to have visitors, even if we have somebody that is in our chapter that's representing a seat. That's the other thing that is worth mentioning about B&I is that 
if there is somebody that is representing your profession, then you then are that sole person in that chapter. That said, there are, we're lousy with chapters. And you can find another chapter that may be looking for that. Or there may be a way that you can work it. For instance, in our chapter, we have two massage therapists. And they each focus on something different. And so within the weekly presentations that they give and the clients that they speak about, they speak to those specific areas and they're able to coexist. Exactly. Yeah. So that there is still there is still competition, obviously, in the in the world. But in that room, everyone is for you. And I had that's funny that you say that as the example of the uh, massage therapist, because I spoke to a massage therapist in Denver yesterday who visited a chapter and she hesitated. She was like this idea of no competition. You know, the world is a capitalistic society in the United States and we have competition. And how do you eliminate that? And so we talked about it and then it came out. She had a very specific kind of massage therapy. And I said, then you could actually be in a chapter with another massage therapist and you would really help each other. Exactly. Because it's not just about getting more clients. It can sometimes be about getting more of the right clients and firing the ones you really don't want to deal with anymore because mm-hmm. you found your niche. And as B&I likes to say, you want to work in your flame and not your wax. Have you heard that one? No. Yeah. I didn't know B&I liked to say that. That's a B&I thing. Yeah. Wow. Work in your flame, not your wax. Wax on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. On that note, we're going to take a little break here. And then when we come back, we'll talk some more. Okay. We'll be right back with Jenny Butts. Tired of the same old conversations and networking events that never lead to new clients? B&I is changing the way the world does business by connecting you to strategic relationships that can help you grow your business. B&I is the world's leading referral networking organization, helping hundreds of thousands of members around the world each year increase revenue through relationship marketing. For information about visiting a B&I chapter, go to the B&I Northwest website at BNINW.com. Real people, real life, real radio. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Don't Ask Me to Talk. This is Stacey Heller. As I mentioned, I am here with Jenny Butts of BNI and Beyond. I, I have a plan to name this episode B and I, because Butts and I. Is that grammatically correct? Butts and I are doing stuff. <laughs> hey, that sounds weird. <laughs> but I I mean, it's B&I, but it's like B&I. Yeah. I bet you would have had 20 listeners if you had I really promoted that. that? I advertised it that. I'm just saying, you know. Oh, well, well, people might be like, is she talking about Beyonce? Right. Well, that happens. So I get mistaken <laughs> for, you know, a short, middle-aged, gray-haired lady who's white. All the time. All the time. Well, you know. So, um, I mean, it's a thing. I want to I wanna have some fun and, and um, talk about some fishbowl topics. It's a mm. thing. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried. Okay, good. Uh, but before we do that, I want to make sure that we finish up with B&I things. Um, okay. One, I want people to know that you are cordially invited to attend our weekly meeting, the one that I am a part of. I would love to have you join and check out what it's about. Uh, The way that you can get more information about that is you can actually um, text this, text BNIPP 
info to the number 55678, and you will get a text that has information about registering for our meeting, when our meeting happens, all of the deets. So, again, it's BNI, PP, for Plateau Partners, info, and that's to 55678. We would love for you to join our meeting. Now, you are embarking on a world tour, and by that I mean... Seattle. Seattle. (laughs) Tell me about that. And by that we mean my desk and Zoom. (laughs) Um, Yes, we are pretty excited to have some goals for 2021 in my sales position and as a Washingtonian who loves B&I and our chapters here, that uh, tomorrow I am going to start visiting some of our Seattle chapters to talk about launching new B&I chapters in the area Uh, And our goal is to have three online chapters. So all of our chapters are meeting online right now because Mm -hmm. COVID. Right. And eventually they will all go back to meeting in person because that's how we like to network. That's the inception of this whole idea. However, we have discovered that this can be a very effective way of networking. I am nodding my head vigorously. Yes, because... There are some industries that are not geographically specific. They're not tied to a brick and mortar in a neighborhood or in a zip code, and they can do business with people all over the place. A web designer, for example, Mm -hmm. a little bit different than a massage therapist we've mentioned before because that person has to be where you are physically. Right. And so for those industries that travel far and wide or just far or just wide, (laughs) we would love to try this. We've done it in... Colorado, and they are starting to do it in other areas as well, try an online chapter so that you won't have to fight the traffic in Seattle when people go back to work. You won't have to pay for parking or find a venue that you will just be able to meet on Zoom for 90 minutes a week, have your same format, the Mm -hmm. same schedule, Mm -hmm. the agenda, meet with your same people, but none of you will be restricted to one area so that if you can travel, you potentially could have just a king in Pierce County chapter That's or you awesome. could have our whole region is this side of the cascades except for a few exceptions pierce county king county all the way up to the canadian border so if you could do business in that broad of a place right then an online chapter might be something that you want to do because you can have a broader network geographically and a variety of industries That's so, so cool i think about christine mason and bookkeeping yeah and you know even before the pandemic she had gone remote and you know, so I think part of her is dreading when we go back to in person because she's moved further afield. So yeah. I may or may not tell her about this. <laughs> right. But yeah, because she can do her work online and the person doesn't have to be right with her. Right. Oh, yeah. A naturopath, not so much. Yeah. No, no, no. Not so much. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's that's good to know. Yeah. Um, so the other place that people can find out about BNI is obviously through the website. And so mm-hmm. you can go to... BNI Northwest. BNINW.com is yep. for all of the chapters here in Western Washington. But since I know you have a following all over the country. All over the country. You could probably just do a Google search for BNI, whatever you are. BNI Chicago Suburbs. BNI Miami Dade. There you go. We're everywhere. You heard it here first. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have a few minutes. And you, like me, are a creative talker. So Am I? You are. <laughs> I mean, the name of your business before you... Pivot did was uh, WordSpark. Yes. Because you enlighten, uh, what is it? Illuminate. Illuminate. What was my tag? <laughs> illuminate and inspire. Those were the two I words. Ignite, illuminate, and inspire. There you go. So <laughs> it's I am. It's been a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to 
ignite and illuminate right now. Okay. So here are some topics from the fishbowl. Now, the fishbowl being I ask people for uh, topics from the sublime to the ridiculous, okay. as promised on my, my show and intro. And here's some of the questions. Left or right Twix? Left. Interesting. Are you I've, a lefty? Yeah, I am. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're a lefty, you're in your right mind. Mm. So that's Thank a thing. You. Yes. Um, has there ever been a song or poem or something written about you? <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. Oh. I mean, my husband makes up stupid things <laughs> to, to <laughs> torment me or amuse me. Okay. But I can't share those. But there's no like <laughs> Rosanna, Rosanna. But oh, you mean not just for me, like my namesake? It's no, a, I mean, well, I mean, there's Jenny. Like, yeah, I'm just six, Jenny seven, from the block. And eight six seven five three zero nine. Right, but no, I mean like me. you specifically. No. Yeah, I. It's it's like those people that have been engaged multiple times, and they're like, oh yeah, the first time that I was engaged, and I, you know, I kept the ring and whatever. I'm like, okay, not that many people want me. <laughs> Right. I, you know, when I say I ignite, illuminate, and inspire, it's in a more subtle fashion, I guess, not <laughs> to be writing songs or poems. Mother's Day cards when my kid was little, maybe. Oh, okay. Mm, all right. Um, so go to comfort. So we were talking about, or I was talking about how uh, the girls that I spent a few days with, their go to comfort is to reread or rewatch something. Mm-hmm. Would you say that's the same for you? And if so, what is your, your comfort watch or read or listen well I don't know if it's comfort as much as compulsion that anytime a Jason Bourne movie is on TV I'll watch it I won't seek it out sure but I will watch anything that has X-Men Jason Bourne or Wonder Woman and company like Linda Carter woman no or like like the the, 1984 Gal Gadot the perfect woman okay like her whole posse, any of those will watch over Iron Man, Captain America. We'll just, I'll watch those. I will have seen them 10 times and I'll watch them over and over and over again. I love okay. them. I love explosions. <laughs> I mean, if there's a big explosion, my heart races. I just love them. I mean, I will admit there are certain movies like that that I really like. Like, I think it was called um, The Italian Job with awesome. Charlize Theron. Yeah. 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 That was really good. Um also, um, oh, what's the one with, uh, what's her name? Um, I'll just be silent here on the air. It's totally fine. James Bond movies have great explosions. They totally have great explosions. I'm thinking of the one where he steals the painting and it's with... Um, Thomas Crown. Effect. Yes, thank you. <laughs> See, everybody is smarter than one person. <laughs> right. I mean, thank you, Eric. Yes, totally. That's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. That's just smart. Yeah. Um, and for me, for books, when I was a kid and still to this day, it brings me comfort and joy. Reading Little House in the Big Woods and the first third of the book where they're getting ready for winter and they talk about how they've hollowed out the tree and they're smoking the meat for the winter and the braids of garlic and how they like, you know, would eat the, the crackling pigtail and all that stuff. I feel like I was like a Depression era child yeah. because that brings like such comfort well, yeah, I always like to have a backup of everything. Peanut butter, toilet paper. We call it the air and the spare. Yes. That's a thing. Yeah. So, okay. Um, first concert 
and then last concert before the pandemic? My first concert was for my 16th birthday because I couldn't see concerts until I turned 16. It was Loverboy. Everybody's working <laughs> for the weekend. Wow. Yeah. Like you went in hard. Yeah. Red leather. He was all in red leather. It was awesome. Okay. Which begs the question, like waiting until 16, if that's the first concert you see, like, isn't that all like just tossed aside? <laughs> I don't I don't I don't remember anything except being able to go because it was my first concert and he was wearing all red leather. I remember seeing Janet Jackson and wanting to learn all the dance moves. Mm-hmm. I was a teacher by then though. I was a fully adult. Um and I went I remember going into Louisville, Kentucky to see Cool Modi and Run DMC. Oh, as a concert and that was that really spectacular. That's amazing. Yeah. I saw the Everly Brothers. <laughs> it's the same. We're the same. I We're mean, the same. <laughs> <laughs> with my parents. I also saw Tony Bennett at um, one of the casinos in Connecticut. Oh, wow. We had moved here and we went back and my um, Pete's aunt gave us tickets. And every time he finished a song, he held his hands up in like a fist, like from one side to the other. <laughs> like, I'm still alive. I'm a champion. Like, it was hysterical. Yeah. 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 I mean, that was quite a concert. And of course, I saw Duran Duran. And, but Bruce Springsteen. Okay, yeah, I mean, that's iconic. That's iconic. Mm-hmm. So, okay, really quickly before we have to end up here, last concert before the pandemic? was years ago. I couldn't even tell you. I haven't been to a concert. It, well, probably when my 24-year-old was in ninth grade and we went to the Deck the Hall Ball and saw... Okay, like the Jingle Bell stuff. And yeah, and saw a whole, like, nine bands. It was not the best night of my life. <laughs> With a bunch of 14-year-olds. What? That sounds like so much fun. That sounds like watching High School Musical, the musical, the series. It was so long. It was just so long. Mumford and Sons. That's who the big act was, Mumford and Sons. There you go. So long. I don't remember the last one, but my favorite annual concert, and I look forward to them coming back, is Super Diamond at the Showbox. Oh, yes. I know this about you. Neil Diamond Uh cover band. It's amazing. Super Diamond. All right. So on that note... um, Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Of course. I mean, you know, I love um, when people can keep up and chat with me. <laughs> Again, if you want to know more about uh, BNI, go to BNINW.com and you can get all kinds of information on BNI or text uh, BNIPP for Plateau Partners info to 55678. Thank you to Jenny. Thank you to Eric for my amazing music and being an amazing producer. And next week on the show, I have the Issaquah High School band director, Pat Holen. Love it. Right? I love marching So have a great week. Stay connected, but not close.